Closer Look. Welcome to Closer Look. I'm Felipe Aguilar. When asked about human trafficking, most of us will probably say, not in my neighborhood, but the tragic reality is, it may be happening in your neighborhood. Today, we're going to shed some light on it. My first guest is Molly Vogt, board member with Life Restored San Antonio. Molly, thank you for joining us here on Closer Look. Thank you, Felipe, for letting us talk about this topic and share what we're doing to help the kids. In your opinion, when the general public hears human trafficking, what comes to their mind? Something that happens in another country, but not my country, and certainly not in my backyard. And uh, if it did, that it is a white van that drove by and picked up somebody off the street. Well, I have had the opportunity to meet with several survivors of trafficking and exploitation over my many years. And it was shocking to me that they were here locally. And actually, I was uh, working at church one day and a young woman came right up to me and told me her story, that she had been trafficked. And now she has a young family. She has a husband. She has a daughter and she's a Christian and she's healing. Uh, But she wanted somebody to know that she had been through that. Describe your overall mission for us. Carolyn Thomas, our founder, her daughter was trafficked at the age of 13. And she's right here in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, And it happened because of different types of grooming that took place. And once her daughter was gone for a while, they finally got her back home. But at that point, she's meeting with a counselor and says, I just need more help. My daughter, it's not exactly the same. And the relationship is strained between us and her sister. Uh, She has triggers. There are things that that, you know, she hears or smells that are doing things to her that we don't understand because we've never been through this. You know, where can I take her for help? And they said, well, we really don't have anything for sex trafficked children. So now we have Life Resort where we work with boys and girls and all of their entire family. There are groups, as you know, that go out and find the kids and bring them home. And we're so grateful for that. But that's just the very first step. After that, it's a long, long road to healing from the trauma, emotionally, physically, psychologically. And that's when we get involved to let people know that they are not alone, that they're not the only one, and it's not their fault that happened to them. And Felipe, it's not just the individual that was trafficked or exploited. It affects the entire family. Another thing that came to my mind as you were explaining the mission of uh, Life Restored is that you are a, a voice for what I would call the voiceless. Yes, we are. We want to make sure that everybody in the community and everybody in the nation knows what's happening because, you know, we, we can't find an enemy that we don't know exists. So we want to let every parent, every guardian, every community know that there is an enemy that is coming after our children. But if we let you know how, we let you know what to look for, what are the signs, how are they likely getting in, what are the dangers and the ends in social media, then we can arm parents and communities so that they can stop this action so that we're not just trauma after the fact, we can stop it so it happens no longer. So that's why we've really got the twofold target here as Life Restored. Yes, we walk alongside and mentor and counsel the survivors and the family members after they get recovered, but we also raise awareness to stop the action just to begin with. And what have you learned to be some of the factors or some of the means by which children get drawn into exploitation or human trafficking? Unfortunately, many, many times, um, the trafficker is somebody that the family knows and trusts or that the kid thinks they know. And uh, the way it happens with the kids thinking they know them is through social media. There are many different apps that they use for games, for social media, but even for boys with gaming, there's a chat feature. 
TikTok, with Instagram, with any any different game, any different social media tool like that, there are ways that people are chatting back and forth with our kids. And our kids think they're chatting with somebody their age and they are carrying on a conversation and building a relationship. And they literally, it may go on for a couple of years, you know, through COVID, kids were stuck at home and they were on the computer all the time. They had to use the computer even for school. But that's one way that they were able to really get in and start targeting the kids through social media and technology. And they thought they were building a relationship with someone they knew. And by the time they went to meet this person, they found out it wasn't really who they thought they were. And how widespread is the the problem of human trafficking in the United States, as far as you know? Oh, boy. Well, it's, uh, it's a very big deal. You know, it's $150 billion a year industry, Felipe. So it, it's, you know, they say 79,000 kids at any given time in Texas are somehow trafficked. And so that's enough for us all to be aware. And, and just so you know, some kids that are trafficked actually aren't taken from their home. They still live at their house. They may get picked up from school and dropped off at home at the end of the day and sleep in their own bed, but something's happening during the day. So there's so much more that goes into trafficking and exploitation than what we originally think is they're being taken away and their parents are missing them for months or years at a time. And that's the kind of thing that we want to be able to explain and raise awareness with when we get in front of different groups, which is our goal. If you just joined us, this is Closer Look. I'm Felipe Aguilar. My guest is Molly Vogt board member with Life Restored San Antonio. So Molly, let's try to give some counsel, if you will, to those listeners that maybe either have a loved one caught in or somebody that they know caught in this. When youth come home after being trafficked, going back to regular school may not be the right thing for them, but we know that education is so important and being able to be self-sufficient is so important. And then just knowing that you are loved and, and to erase the lies that the abuser has told you. And Felipe, we have a, a book, War Dancer. It's a 40-day devotional. And we found that the reason we needed this is because while visiting with our youth, we found a common denominator is that after they've been recovered, they have so much self-blame and, and, and anger and doubt. And they see themselves through the lens of the liar and the abuser. And they're emotionally stuck at the age of that abuse. So they keep reliving the horror, the PTSD, and living in fear. What our goal is well combined together is to shine a light of Jesus on them. Because there are people who day to day that are still dealing with the trauma that happened 30 plus years ago. We want them to know if it's happening to you right now and you're just getting out of it, or if it happened many, many moons ago, we can help you. It's never too late to start erasing the lies that the enemy told you. And if I live in a state outside of Texas, can you still help me? Absolutely, we can. And so we ask to go to our website, liferestoredsa.org, give us a phone call. We will help with counseling. We can help you with other things in your community. But what I would love to help also with is raising awareness around America. We create different presentations, customizable for whatever group it is. If you're local, we can come to your group. But if you're not, we can do Zoom, we can do meetings, we can do anything online. But the real thing is if we're going to stop this action, we raise awareness. So for us just to be able to keep telling the community exactly the different ways that these perpetrators are getting through to our kids. And, you know, they change their tactics all the time, just like technology keeps changing. We have to stay on top of that. So we do. We want to keep sharing that. So if there's a book club, a church club, a rental club, whatever it is, 
please introduce them to liferestoredessay.org because we want to raise awareness to stop the action. Molly Volt, board member with Life Restored San Antonio. Thank you for talking to us here on Closer Look. Thank you, Felipe. My next guest is Melissa Sutherland, human trafficking survivor. Melissa, thank you for joining us here on Closer Look. Thank you for having me, Felipe. And Melissa, obviously you survived a very traumatic life experience. How are you doing now? Well, I am doing wonderful. I mean, my life looks nothing like it used to look like. And of course, God gets all the glory for that. He's done quite a healing in my life. Just to get some understanding of what you went through, what was going through your mind, through your thoughts in those dark times? Well, I was trafficked at the age of 17. And you know, what's what's sad is that a lot of uh, these victims, you know, I was not really aware that I was actually being trafficked because traffickers are such wonderful manipulators. They give you false promises. They can see that you're vulnerable and they prey on those vulnerabilities. In my own experience, I was abused as a child. So I I really had no idea that I was being trafficked. And I just, it it was a bait and I take the bait, hook, line, and stinker. It almost sounds like it's a a brainwashing situation where they make the, the victim, the survivor, believe that it's a normal part of life. Well, yes. And the fact of the matter is, it just doesn't start right there. I mean, there is a grooming process as well. You know, no girl ever wakes up and says, um, I want to work in a in a adult club or I want to be out on the street corner. I mean, so there's a grooming process that happens over time. And, and with me and my story, um, that's what took place. I was abused and it, it led up to me believing the lie when, the, when you know, I was given the quote unquote opportunity to be a, a, a part of something I thought I would find fulfillment in because I was so manipulated into thinking. So I believe the lie that I really wasn't worth anything. And it's very sad. We really need to... Um, we need to look around us. And I think as a community, you know, it's kind of messy to get involved, but it's so worth it because as Christians and just as a caring people we'll need to step into the gap because there's such a huge gap that needs to be filled. I understand that you're out uh, serving others that maybe have come out that are survivors just as you are. How do you help them or how do you help to prevent others from falling into the same trap? Um, well, uh, spreading awareness is something I do um, with Life Restored, letting people know what to look for on um, the signs. You know, trafficking can take on a lot of different looks. It's not typically what you see on the television or in movies. It can be a lot more subtle than that. So it's, it's just very important to have that awareness. Um, the other thing is going into the strip clubs, letting the ladies know that uh, they are loved, that God loves them, um, building relationships and inviting women out of where they are into a a much better place where um, we can actually help build community around them and help them get started on the healing process. You also talk with family members of survivors, what do they ask? They want to know, you know, how, how does this happen? How, how can my family be so vulnerable um, when 
you know, they're, they're even at home. I know that there's a specific mom that comes to my mind. She goes to church, has raised her kids in the church, and come to find out her daughter was being trafficked as well, right under her nose. A lot of family are just kind of oblivious, really, to the dangers. I've talked with so many people that have just been shocked to know that their child could easily be a victim of trafficking and sexual exploitation through technology. So, yes, it's definitely something that we need to spread awareness about and we need to take action. I have to imagine that the trauma is is ongoing, that it doesn't just end from one day to the next once the survivor is rescued, if you will. Can you speak to that? Healing is a process. Even to this day, I, I am still healing um, from my experience. And, I, and that's where we come in um, as loving, caring people. We need to surround these victims with community and love and the truth that their lives matter. They matter. God loves them and has a, a true purpose for their life. That's what is needed in order uh, to help these survivors. That's Melissa Sutherland, human trafficking survivor, and our guest here on Closer Look. I'm Felipe Aguilar. Melissa, it really sounds like there are red flags or alarm bells that we should be aware of, because as uh, Molly, before you mentioned, it can happen in our neighborhoods. What would you like the parents of a, a young man, a young woman to know? If your child is just acting in a manner that is not the norm, if your child um, is all of a sudden showing up with like these items that they never had before um, these gifts because a lot of traffickers, they will lure kids in with, you know, lots of gifts. Um, if they're spending a lot of time on social media, if they're trying to be really kind of secretive or very, you know, just really not wanting to be open about what they're doing on social media. And also to as parents, we really need to take the proactive approach of safeguarding our kids by, uh, making sure we've got the appropriate safeguards on on these devices, uh, the phones, the iPads, the computers. And there's a lot of wonderful things, lots of resources that parents can find um, to do exactly that. But if you suspect, you know, anything that is just off with your child, don't think, oh, this is, they're just a teenager. It's, this is just a, a phase or whatever. You really need to look into it because, you know, nowadays um, this is very rampant. You need to put a stop to it, you know, before it gets out of control. And, um, you know, as a family of, of believers and Christians, you know, it's also very important that we in our churches come together and start taking steps um, to be a part of the solution to this widespread and tragic problem. Melissa, thank you for sharing your experiences with Closer Look. Thank you, Felipe. Our thanks to Molly Vogt and Melissa Sunderland of Life Restored San Antonio. Learn more about them at liferestoredsa.org. For Closer Look, I'm Felipe Aguilar.